This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Testing, testing. Testing, testing. All right, Al's testing out the mic, so that means we're good, and that means it's time for a podcast. You can keep that whole part in if you like. What's up there, Al? Testing, testing. No, I uh, I pulled on the cord of my Which uh, cord? headset. The one in your pants? Hey, the, <laughs> my headset, and I didn't know if I snapped the cord or not. So I was like, let me t- let me see if I... So I was doing testing, testing. It was to see if my headsets were. Oh, I got you. Okay. So uh, later this week, Jerry, so tomorrow's Thursday. Thursday. You'll be here. Oh, Boomer's out again tomorrow. Yes. Thursday and Friday. Yes. So you'll be in with Geo. I will. And we'll do the warm-up show. That's right. Then Friday, you're out completely. I think so. I mean, here's my problem. Is when when Boomer gave these days off, I was under the impression that, like I did in Chicago, I could go to a radio station and do the show, which to me is very comforting. You're at a radio station. Sure. So if there's an issue, there's an engineer, no problems. Then I found out last week from our boss, who looked into it for me, uh, they sold the radio stations in Indianapolis, which I was not aware of. Uh, so that's not a possibility. So I could bring the unit and I probably could get up and do it from the hotel room. But if it goes kapooey, that's it. Right. And I'm not comfortable with that. So I told you on Monday. "Eh." So yeah, I think I'm out. Yes. I'm not hosting with him. I don't believe what I'm wondering is, do I try and get up and do the 5am to six with you? There's no, cause I don't need video or anything. Right. Um, you know, I did it on, I did it with the app. If you remember last year from I Michigan, do, yes, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Well, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. But I also, I don't know. I think. What are you thinking? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. So I don't know if Sal is working Friday, maybe with Geo. I guess that's, that's still a possibility. Up, that's still up in the air, though. Yep. Then he, and Geo was like, "Oh well, Sal will do the warm up show with you." You know, I was thinking about that. I know he likes to. The only issue is he's up late at SNY. Yeah. And then for him getting back here, that extra hour is a killer. Right. And then what would our chemistry be like, I wonder? I don't know. I think it'd be good, actually. Yeah, I don't Sal's know. Sal's good with everybody. No, Sal's very good. I love Sal. He's my one of my favorite hosts on the radio station. There is a part of me, though, that does think when I'm off now, whoever's filling in for me, is like that's part of the job now. Part of the job, right. Well, so, I said Peter Schwartz. Right. And I've been told by multiple people off the record that he is a talker and I wouldn't have to worry about him giving me no. uh, just staring at me. I think the hour would go by very quickly. All right. You know, now if something happens with baseball and you go off on a tangent, he might sit here like a lamppost. I don't know. If I start screaming like he a crazy might. person. But here's where he's lucky. It's Friday. 
Oh, you really don't get nuts on a Friday. No, I love a Friday. I know you do. You know how I love a Friday, Jerry. I know. It's Friday, holla. Friday and holla. You yeah, might be I nervous. I will end the beginning. Who would be? Peter. Peter. Only because it would be his first warm-up show with you. Right. So it's kind of like, eh, it could have some butterflies. But ultimately, I think he's fine. He'd okay. Be, he'd be good, actually. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to and it. And if not, then it just makes me look better. Exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I was telling Gina, I was like, maybe I won't do the, maybe I'll ask off for the warm up show that day and just not. Gina goes, no, she goes, do it with whoever is there. It's an hour. Right. You can figure it out. You and Eddie could figure it out too. Might have to ask him about space aliens. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. You know what, though? The topics we talk about, That's he knows true. more than about some of them than we do because he watches Sports Center. Twice before he comes oh, in. Oh, for sure. No, he's a big sports center guy. That's he where is. he gets his news in the morning. Yeah, he that is. midnight sports center, whenever that is, right one a.m. Whatever, whatever he does. That one a.m. sports center. I believe. Yeah, the one a.m. sports center with uh, is that Scott Van Pelt? Does I think that? so. I think so. Why I'm do they give that guy the main? Why doesn't he get like that's a weird shift to give a a major personality and a lot of money to? I think. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe. guess because that's when all of the games are over. Yes, and it's big on the West Coast. Oh, West Coast. I always forget about the West Coast. Yes, they do exist out there in California, and there's a lot of people out there. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. So 10 p.m. out there. Yeah. That's prime that's time. That's true. That is prime time. That's prime time. Prime time. I always think it's weird, like, listening to satellite radio. They almost, they always act like it's always the East Coast. You're not wrong about that. Like, they rarely say, like, when something's going to be on, like, a special They'll say something on the East Coast. I guess, like, the West Coast people always have to do the math. They do, unless you're out. Like, I've heard Rome a few times. Yeah. He references the West Coast time because that's where he is. Yeah. And I think if you're here and you're at Sirius on the 50th, 50th Street in Manhattan, you the time is what it is. Yeah. Well, they got people all over. They got people in Cleveland. They got people in uh, New York, L.A. I would think it'd be really hard to live in the Midwest because usually all you get is the Eastern time. Yes. And you'll see, they'll show you the Pacific time. Usually the middle of the country is left out. Yeah. And then there's mountain. Yes. There's Mount- central and mountain. Yes, exactly. Right, there's times during the year where Arizona's three hours behind us and yes. times when they're two hours behind Correct. us. Correct. Weird. Mountain time. Confusing. It is very confusing, Jerry. I got a couple stories here for you. All right. See how you feel about this one. Uh, this comes to us from Japan, Jerry. Japan. I've heard of it. Uh, yes. Uh, it's a, a large uh, area, large place. Mm. A lot of people live there. Uh, Let's see. Uh, People in Japan are worried about an evil demon that was locked inside a rock for almost 1,000 years. There's something called the Killing Stone, which is this rock that has been around for 1,000 years or so. And the rumor is that a, a demon lives inside the rock. And has, and this rock has never been opened or right. jarred Un- free or nothing. Correct. Uh, and unfortunately, this rock is now cracked open. Oh, boy. So the rock is in two pieces. Is I there have... a video of the demon getting out yet? No. There's a pictures of the rock, but it looks like any normal rock, Jerry, with a cracked open. You know, mm-hmm. just it just got cracked open. According to the mythology, it is home to a nine-tailed fox demon. A nine-tailed fox demon? Yes. Okay. But this demon, Jerry, could also take the form of a beautiful woman, as it did <laughs> when it killed an emperor in Japan from uh, in 1123. <laughs> 1123. 
tourists often go and take photos near the rock. Okay. Well, uh, someone says, I feel like I've seen something that shouldn't be seen, one person wrote on Twitter. I have thought 2022 couldn't get any worse. Now this. The furious Japanese spirit is now free from its killing stone. So, Jerry, would you be worried about this Japanese spirit that was living in this rock for 1,000 years? I guess if I grew up afraid of it, probably. Living over here? No. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good. But I guess if that's what, you know, if you lived, if you still lived in Colonia. Yeah. After all these years. And there's certainly, I know people that grew up in my town and still live there. I live there now, but moved around a lot in between. But if you grew up in Colonia, you still lived in Colonia, Mm -hmm. and there was this, you know, this myth, this thought, this rumor that, you know, 17th Street in Colonia, once you step foot on it, you were cursed. I could see you being a little freaked out by that. So interesting about Colonia, Jerry. This uh, many is there a demon? No, not a demon. But many people sent me two stories. One story about uh, there being a rock inside the school, Colonia High School, and that the rock was uh, they, they tested it for, like the science students tested it for uh, radiation, right? And it was like off the charts radiation. So that means it came from space. What does that mean? Well, they just think that it uh, has is it's a radi- it's got a lot of radi- radiation. We're in uh, something called the radon belt in New Jersey, where red, that's why we have radon detectors in our basements and things. Okay, so this, I don't have one. I don't think a radon detector. I don't think so. Should I? I that's what they tell me. Yeah, they say that uh, radon is uh, natural gases that come from underground rocks. Really? Yeah, and that New Jersey it goes from like Maine down to New Jersey, then across like Ohio. Where the what they call the radon belt. What am I supposed to do if I have a radon detector and it goes off? Well, here's what happened. So this radon detector did go off uh, for these students, and the school got evacuated, and they had to come. And they said, and do what? They had to test it to make sure it wasn't the like letting out deadly gases. And everything was fine. Okay. But then that sparked a Facebook post that has gone around for those of us that went to Colonia. And it was from a guy who graduated in, I think, 89. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how him, his sister, his wife, all these people that went to Colonia High School all got brain tumors. Oh, God. And he's trying to pin it on something in the Colonia High School. Although, what about all of us that haven't had a brain tumor? Right, and how many people have there been? Many people. Right. Hundreds of thousands. He's saying statistically, if you look at your chances of getting brain tumor, I forget what it was, it's one in whatever, and that just the people he knows in his family, that statistically that would be an impossibility. Right. How about that? How about that? Maybe there maybe there was a radon rock right under their house. Right. I don't know. It's yeah, I don't very know. odd. Very odd. But he's trying to, I think, pin it on Colonia High School. Hmm. We will have nothing of that. So is he suing the high school? I don't know. What's the nickname? The Patriots. Hmm. Suing the Patriots. Colonial okay. Patriots. So it's yeah, just I don't know. I've just never heard of that. It's just something to look out for. Although the last brain tumor in this family was like only a, uh, it was recent, and they hadn't been in high school in a very long time. Oh. That kind of so puts a hole in that theory, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, a lot of people sent this to me, though, yesterday, because I guess they knew I went to Colonial High School. Can a brain tumor be genetic? 
I get. I think it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's sad for the family, though. That's horrible. Yes. Oh, yeah, they got, like, multiple people. He Just has horrible. one or had one, his wife, his sister. Man. Crazy. That is brutal stuff, no question. Brutal stuff, Jerry. Yeah. Let me give you this also brutal stuff. Uh, this is from Louisiana. And it's a concern that I have as a, just a citizen walking around towns where squirrels exist. Okay. Which is everywhere, Jerry. You got squirrels. Yeah, of course. Had them had when I was a kid. I had one in the house that my dad had to chase out. Really? Yeah, I thought I told you was that Was it going before. nuts? Yes, it was. Sure was. Yep. It was. I think I told you this. We had a We had a regular fireplace. Okay. My mom took a nap on the couch in the in the family room. She woke up, and we also had I forget there was something on the wall, some animal thing on the wall. I don't know. She woke up, and the squirrel was on the wall staring at her. And her first thought was, you know, since when do we hang a squirrel on the wall? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it moved, and she freaked out. And then the squirrel freaked out. Right. And they got us out of the house. My mom out of the house. My uncle went across the street because they lived across the street from us. And then a friend of ours came. And the three of them were in the house with baseball bats and hockey sticks. <laughs> trying to shoot Trying to get out. this thing out of the house. It took a couple hours. They finally got it out. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was pretty freaky. With the, the cage on top of the fireplace up top, chimney. Yeah. Was cracked and broken somehow. And it weaseled its way in. And went down the fireplace. Yeah, and my parents, they didn't have the damper shut. Yeah. So they were, it was, it had even more access. And it came right into the house. Gina recently had a squirrel. Oof. Came right through the window, right? Yeah, she was not home. But when she got home, she she comes home and she sees a bagel on the ground eaten and crumbs on the counter. That owl. God, he's so sloppy. And a big hole chewed through her screen in her kitchen. And then it went out a second. It, it ate through another screen to leave. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, luckily it left because otherwise you have the situation where the squirrels freak out because they don't or know what did to... it or did it. <laughs> well, we hope it left. Yeah, I know. I'd be freaked out not knowing. And then I, I went to a went to a school, high school, the Colonia High, with a kid who had a like a, he had like a scar on his forehead. Right. And we were told that he tried to attack a squirrel with a bat or something. Yeah. Or a broom. And when he swung down and missed, the squirrel ran up yeah. the handle bit him, right? and bit him on the forehead. Yeah. And then you got to go to the hospital and you need a tetanus shot. Or rabies shots. I yeah. don't know. Ra- whatever. Rabies. rabies shot, right? Terrible. And we were always told the rabies shots were 21 shots in your stomach. Oof. Uh, I don't know if that's that? true or not. No, that's maybe. We I don't know. That's possible. I, I can't remember. imagine that's still the case. I don't know. Uh, you know what, though? Why not? Well, here's what happened in Louisiana, Jerry. Sheriff's deputies shared a video of a deputy getting pounced on by a squirrel during a traffic stop. They were conducting a traffic stop, uh, and their headline says, Then things got squirrely. Oh, God. Upon a search of the vehicle, a pet squirrel, which uh, was a feral squirrel, meaning wild, but it was being used as a pet by this person, pounced on the deputies. The video shows the deputies flailing as the squirrel quickly climbs around his body. I'm always both unharmed to Jerry by the encounter. First things first, rabies vaccine has not been given in the stomach since the 1980s. All right, well that's when that's when I was involved with the rabies. I'm always impressed with 
guys, women, whoever, that are so calm, cool, and collected with animals. Yes. That are freaking out. I'm not. Me neither. It it because I don't know what the hell's going on in their tiny little mind. If they're in attack mode, if they've got sharp teeth, if they've got claws. And even though they're probably as afraid of us as we are them, I'm not interested. Right, because they also, even if they're afraid, they think you are there to harm them. And if they're stuck in your house, because I've seen videos of deer. Have you seen that where like a deer crashes through a store? Yeah, I have actually. They freak out too. Yes, they do. They go right through a plate glass window in the front and then go nuts. Yeah. I know my my friend um, hit a deer. He had a big Ford Bronco back in the early 90s. Beautiful truck. It, this thing destroyed it. And yet got, and I think it died, but he hit it. It totaled his car. It got up and w- limped away. Probably died in the woods. Yeah. But that's why we always see them dead on the side of the road. I think they animals yeah. get up and walk away. And they rebound. They rebound and know that to die in the woods. Or on the shoulder. Or on the shoulder of the road. <laughs> they get to the line. Yeah. They're like, oh, I made it. Clunk. <laughs> there was also this theory that de- that your pets, that animals want to die in the woods. Like that that's a something innate in them. How and come th- humans don't? I don't know. We're animals. We are. I know. That's what I think all the time. We're animals. What makes us so much better? But We're like brains. People have talked about their dogs when their dogs get sick and know they're dying. Sometimes the dogs try to run into the woods and pass away. Hmm. Mine didn't. No, mine never. Uh, mine basically, you know, <laughs> both times didn't leave my side. Is that right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's so, hard. And even the cats, same thing. Even both cats I had to put down. Same exact thing. It, at the vets? Or you? Or you? At the vet, yeah, yeah. But I mean, their last days yeah. were just wouldn't leave my side. Oh, my gosh. Hard. Really yeah. tough. Yeah. It's and so the one tough. cat we had for 19 years. I guess she was 19 or 20. I forget. And then the other cat was the one we got prior to the one Boomer helped us out with. But she was, God, she died at a year and a half. She was a year and a half old. Oh, my gosh. She got the the feline um, cancer. Yeah. And it was just heartbreaking. Such a cute little thing. And then all of a sudden, we tried. If you remember, we tried an experimental drug from the University of uh, the Veterinary, the University of Tennessee's Veterinary Division. Or department. Talk about the cat. $800. <laughs> we tried, though. Yeah. We tried. And it was weird because for about a month, great improvement. She rebounded. She, yeah. And, you know, the, they kept telling us, don't get your hopes up. It's experimental. You know, it's a good thing that it's working, but we're not sure long-term if it'll work. And, man, when it didn't work, it just went south. So it went from she doesn't have much time to live to, wow, Look at this. The drugs are working to, well, they're not working anymore. And then she was gone within weeks. But the the cats, when they're dying, they hang by you? Uh, in both cases for me, yes. Yeah. They were. So they felt closest to you of everyone in your family. I guess. I mean, when I was home. I mean, I'm not saying when I wasn't home, they weren't with, you know, jo- they love Joseph. I mean, yeah. So I'm sure that was the case too. But then the last couple of days and you, like, you're, you don't want to bring them to the, it's just such a yeah. horrible, horrible ride to the vet. Now, both times I went with a tiny glimmer of hope that there was something they could do. And then, like, there's the, the, <laughs> this poor thing is dying right now. Yeah. This is, ugh. Did it make you cry? You know, 
No, but incredibly sad. Because part of me, you know, especially the first, you know, Jewel, you remember that name, she was like almost 20. So I didn't expect, I mean, it was kind of like it's been great. You kind of knew the end was near, so you're kind of, yes. you're, you're prepared for it. Dahlia was the little kitten that we had to put down that, that was heartbreaking, but because it was so drawn out and we tried different things, in my head I kind of made peace with the fact that there's no chance. So it wasn't like a shock, but it's still su- – here's where I could have but didn't. When they're like, do you want to be with her when we – no. When I'll they say goodbye. Them. Yes. Yeah. Say goodbye. And they were both so sick that they, you know, they brought them – they brought both of them into me. They were in blankets, so they were comfortable and – I mean, hell, Jules' eyes barely even opened up the first, you know, because she was so out of it and so old and at that point so diseased at, like, 20. But, and Dahlia, too, she, like, her eyes were in the back of her head. She wasn't doing well. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to see it. It's like people that go to these, and I understand why, why you go to lethal injections for prisoners and stuff like that and electrocutions. I'm kind of, you know what? Just let me know when he's dead. I'm good. I don't need to see it. Yeah, I mean, I guess for the families for lethal injection, I, it, gives, I understand it gives them it. something. I totally get it. I just don't know that I would be that kind. Yeah, just, I'm trying to think what I would do when when uh, in when if whimsy passes away, has to be put down would by electrocution or no, no, no. She's not murdering anybody. <laughs> right. I hope. Let's hope, Jerry. Yeah, let's hope. But I probably would go in the room with her. Yeah, I to each his own. A hundred percent. I you, could see doing it. Yes. What do you do if you? I mean, I don't know what happens if this is a person or a pet. You come home and someone's naturally passed away in your home. You call 911. But it's not an emergency. They're dead already. Oh, you, they could resuscitate them. Oh. I think that's exactly. And you have the ambulance come. They'll or see you if just they call can do something. And say that someone's passed in my room, in my home. Yeah. I think you call and say so-and-so's not breathing. Yeah. Oh, I see. Please get here as soon as you can. And they come. I'm sure they'll try CPR briefly. And if nothing happens, then that's it. And then they have to come get the body. Yeah. What do they do for like a pet? I know a person that will come and get the, uh, you know, the if coroner's a pet's office. dead in your house? Yeah. I think that's up to you, I think. What? I do. What do you, who you call a vet 911? Just a vet. I don't think a vet's coming to your house to collect a dead animal. Are you nuts? Are you sure? No. But I've never had that happen. Do you bring the pet to the vet? To do what? Resuscitate it? No, no, no. Mouth but, to mouth? No, but like the same thing they do, like if if they put your pet to sleep, you have... <sighs> That's a good question. They have the body. Because they usually take care of... I, maybe. I would think the first thing you do is you call the vet and they'll guide you with what to do. They're not going to... I don't think they're going to come get the pet for you. Right. I think they might tell you, bring them here and then we'll get them to where they got to go for the cremation or the burial. Yes. Because there are pet cemeteries. Right. I would do cremation. That's what we've done. I don't want to be cremated. I do. I know you do. And you want to be a part of everyone. Yes, I want to put my ashes in various vials for people to carry around. (laughs) You may have one as well, Jerry. I don't... You know what? You don't need one? I'll tell you what. No, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. All right. Yes. Fair enough. I was going to say something. I'll leave it alone. Hmm. Well, if anyone knows the answer to that question, you can tweet to me. Show us there's a pulse out there. (laughs) Not just when I say something political.
Right. That you disagree with. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. And then we'll back here tomorrow for uh, you'll be hosting. You'll be pulling, as we say, double duty. Oh, that's right. Uh, the warm-up show, and uh, you'll be with Gio. Yes. And, is, and uh, Peter Schwartz. Yes. Well, that'll be interesting. A little Peter Schwartz action. You better bring it. You better come strong to the mic. That's as right. As Doc Walker used to say when I listened to... Him uh, on you know it was weird when we first got a sports radio station in Tampa. We took programming from the team in Washington. They had syndicated programming. Wow! Like Tony Kornheiser, Doc Walker was a guy who I think played tight end for the then Redskins many years ago. Right. But they were talking most. They were talking national, but they talked mostly about Washington. Yeah, it was so, so weird. Yeah, that's called a cheap out by the owners of that radio station. Yeah, I guess we were trying. I guess until they hired local people, that's Makes what we sense. had. Yeah, but I used to like Tony Kornheiser used to do a funny show. Tony Kornheiser's guy. I was watching Pardon the Interruption last night yeah. with him and Wilbon, and I'm like, I said to my wife, I'm like, you believe this show's been on the air for like 20 years? Yes. And I only know because I remember watching it when I was there covering the Giants. I think in '04, right? Does that sound right? Oh yeah, no. It's uh, uh, they definitely had a twenty year reunion, a uh, twenty year. Uh, anniversary. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say, it seems like that show's been, been on going there for a long, long time. But this guy Doc Walker used to say, "Come strong to the mic, to the callers." Yeah, like he, str- you know, Jim Rome would say, "Have a take, don't suck." Doc Walker would say, "Come strong to the mic." I hear you. That sounds good to me. Come strong to the mic. Come strong to the mic. He did a solo show this Doc Walker, and he was a former athlete. So he wasn't like a broadcaster doing a solo show. It's very right. rare that you get an ex-athlete doing a solo radio show. You're right. October 22nd, 2001, for pardon the interruption. Wow. 21, it'll be 21 years this year. Come strong to the mic. It's my son's birthday, October 22nd. Look How about that? that? How about that? All right, Jay, warm-up show now. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go. It's 5.01, soon to be 5.02. We've got the warm-up show for you and the Eddie Scazzeri. Hello. And of course, of course, of course, he's not a horse. He is Al Ed Dukes. What's up, man? Uh, good morning, Jerry. I was uh, just looking at uh, perusing Twitter, as I do in the mornings, in case of uh, breaking news, and I saw John Heyman. Uh, base- hey, man. Baseball's John Heyman saying, uh, I have a good feeling about tomorrow, meaning probably today. I Listen, if they don't get it done today, of it's course, not happening. Uh, John Never. says, of course, this isn't the first time I've had a good feeling about this. No, but here's the. D- this is why it's different, yeah. I do believe. Because the numbers got very close. The numbers got closer yesterday. The owners came up and they came up in the second year to the number the players wanted. They talked until 3 a.m. to where the players said, all right, cool, let's go back and bring it to the board, which to me means let's bring it to the board for approval. 
and send back the proposal and let's get this done. That's what I think. Right. That's what that seems to be the popular opinion. People think this we'll is see. it. It's done. Two things on this one. I wanted to see games canceled so that people would get bothered by it because I think as soon as the game starts, everyone forgets all about this. Oh, nonsense. for sure. Yeah, for sure. But as Eddie pointed out to me this morning when I came in, if a deal gets done, no softball game. There's <laughs> no need for it. So it's a win-win That's for true. me. Unless they decide to make it on the 30th. <laughs> no, no, no. This was because opening day was no, being no, canceled. No, I know what it was for. I also know who we're dealing with. So, uh, no. Guys think, that like to do things. So, I think that means the softball, Craig softball game is off, Jerry. If they start on Jan, March 31st, then yeah. correct, it should be off. Quite frankly, if it starts on April 3rd, it should yeah. be off. Right, because there is an opening day. Yes, exactly. And, I think uh, they were waiting for this big, long, drawn-out lockout, and I, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and the stadium workers, which were going to get upwards of a dollar each uh, <laughs> from this, uh, they're going to get their money. They're going to get their money, and they'll have work, assuming yep. this gets done today like I do anticipate. Yeah. That. So we'll see. We're anticipating, Jerry. We anticipating. They're going to meet this morning. So they talked until almost 3 a.m., and they're going to talk to the uh, the board. Couldn't they, like, when these meetings go till 3 a.m., couldn't they, you know, the next day or the next morning, couldn't they claim that they were delirious the night before from not yes. sleeping and be like, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened last right. time. It'd be great if they came out to go, you know what, uh, we did put out that proposal, but it was 3 a.m. I'd have been up for, like, 20 hours straight. It was on a coffee high. Yeah. I didn't know what I was presenting to you guys. I'll so bet I you. We withdraw that. I would almost guarantee that defense has been used in court. Yeah. So why wouldn't it be used in a case like this? Well, they definitely use it like uh, people use it against the police that they'll say like they interrogated them for like 20 hours straight because sure. they just bring in different uh, police to get people to To crack. get the confession. Yeah. And they'll be like, you'll hear people go like, I confess to being a serial killer and I didn't do anything. I don't know what. I just wanted to go home. So I, I confessed lost my to, mind. Yeah. I confessed to murdering 30 people because I just wanted to get home and get to sleep. That sounds like you actually. Yeah. <laughs> Right. We do weird things when we're starving yeah, or super tired. Yeah. We agree to things. Or drunk. Or drunk. Yeah. Right. Those three things. You do things you otherwise wouldn't. Yes. Sometimes you buy a Troy Aikman helmet when you're drunk. Correct. Or you get a dog. Correct. <laughs> Sometimes you buy a Troy Aikman helmet for $850. Where is that helmet? It's uh, prominently on your... Uh... On no, the there's, counter? there's nowhere to display in my tiny home. It's in my... Uh, For $850, you should have it on the floor right in the middle. I know. I have it locked away, Jerry. Do you really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know where to put it. I love Troy. I wouldn't spend $850 on a signed helmet that I didn't see him sign. I just wouldn't. Well, I I, I, I got it through Boomer Foundation. I know that. And I know that they... I know. It's one hand. It's you rub my back, I'll rub I yours. I totally get it. To me, the gives cool to thing about an autograph yeah. is when people are with you and the autograph in front of you. I don't need a certificate of authenticity or any of that crap. I just, I don't like buying autographs. Yeah, well, what happened to me, Jerry? I was more interested in... Drunk. I was drunk, and the helmet looked so cool. Oh, it's a gorgeous helmet. Authentic. Yeah. I, and I, what I saw in that Cowboys helmet was my childhood. I hear you. When you used to be a fan. And I go, why wouldn't I have this in my living room? I and then, know, I, then I bid. And then you won. And then I woke up not drunk and went, oh, my God, I hope someone outbid me. <laughs> oh, look, Natalie's calling. And then I got the phone call. Congrats. <laughs> yes.
I was like, oh. <laughs> when would you like to come pick up your helmet? <laughs> yeah, oh, it got mailed to me. It was nice. Oh, that's neat. It was cool to get a, a, a Cowboys helmet in the mail. That is kind of cool. But I do remember that night walking around, and Boomer had a whole bunch of he had helmets from every team I'm practically sure he did. signed by the creme de la creme. Yeah. Jerry, I was bidding on like a Bears helmet. You're just lucky you didn't end up with five of them. Right. Because I was like, oh, this is a cool Bears helmet. Look at his Rams helmet. It's badass. I, I gotcha. Was Vince Ferragamo sign that one? <laughs> I don't know who signed that one. <laughs> That's cool. And they even had, I bid on a Patriots, the old one, with the Patriots snapping the ball. No kidding. That would have been cool Steve to Hogan. have. Steve Hogan? No, I think it was Tom Brady. Even. Mm, no That's kidding. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Wow, look at you. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Oh, yeah. So, okay, I guess we're going to get baseball back. Well, uh, we, we don't, don't know that yet, but we, it look, we're moving in that direction. That's what everyone seems to be leaning towards. Uh, I don't know when they're getting back together today. Uh, they said this morning, I don't, I mean, they got to get a little bit of sleep. So yeah. how about they take, uh, you know, they sleep like us. So maybe by 7 a.m. They'll be back. Get back up and <laughs> just get in there. Yeah, why not? Know. Why go th- through to the middle of the night? Just call, just get up early. Because they had it. momentum. Oh, momentum. That's why. That's why I think, again, this is just me speculating. That's why I think they're close. I think that the players, they were back and forth. When you talk that long, clearly they agreed on a lot. My question is, you need to go. Make some tweaks, get approval, and let's go. That's what I think. This feels like one of those really long, drawn-out fights with your significant other. It has been. I mean, it's been going on for months. And then you think, like, you finally have got past it. Then she brings up something from the past. You remember when you didn't take the garbage out that day? I asked you. Yes, exactly. past that. Not talked about that already. No, never passed it. (laughs) I feel like you never properly apologized. Yeah, I hear you. I guess this has happened to you recently. My whole life, Jerry. I've been <laughs> in one brouhaha after another. I hear you. Speaking of brouhaha's, I saw there was a brouhaha. Not really. Well, like the... I will. So hold on. Before All you right. tell the story, let me just say this. All right, Jerry. I woke up and saw tweets. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to see a malice at the palace type of Agreed. incident. I then came in and I heard the reports on the radio. Um, I heard Pete McCarthy with Sal. Well, not with Sal. He did the updates at 3 and 4 o'clock. And then I came in, and I searched for the video. And I found the video. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the... I mean, I don't know what happened. Clearly, something. Clearly, there was a lot of pushing and shoving. No question. But unless something happened beyond the video that's out there, um, it was unfortunate. But I am not calling this a brouhaha at all. Yeah, this is the way it was called. A brawl. I guess. I don't see it, though. Broke out in the stands at the NEC tournament title game in Rhode Island. Seahawks. Who are the Seahawks, Jerry? Uh, Will Martinez tried to reach the melee, was ejected. He he never got there. there Why was there a 30-minute delay? I I guess crowd control. I don't know. And I know they thought about tossing the fans out of the building, to which they wouldn't allow it. But... They did uh, have the uh, Wagner section leave. Oh, is that right? Yes. And I did Get see out. a close-up of one Bryant fan getting clocked in the chin. Yeah, was I'm that... not saying that there weren't punches thrown, but the way it was described, oh, much I worse, thought yeah. Detroit 20 years ago. Uh, right. And it was it was unfortunate. should never happen. I tell you, these fans are nuts. I don't know if it was students, if they were adults. Students. The, the, the behavior in Teenagers. the stands is disgusting. Um, at most of these events. So I'm not surprised by it. But to call it a melee and this all-out brawl? Yeah. Not really. I mean, it's unfortunate. 
What's worse, a melee or, or a brawl? Uh, I'm going to say a melee. Yeah, me too. I feel like there's a brawl, there's rules. <laughs> Even a, though there's not. A brawl, I feel like it's, it's punching. A melee, I see people running, diving. Yeah, scary. Throwing chairs. I'm with you. Like Malice at the Palace, melee. Yes. This was this, this was, was not good, but, it, you know, not as I first saw being reported. I saw one shirtless dude in the crowd. Who, by the way, looks... Male or female? Male. Mm. He looks so confident being shirtless. That's what I was. Was he be. ripped? He wasn't ripped. Dude, walk around society. You'll feel pretty confident. But he wasn't terrible either. Yeah, okay. He was like a student. But he was so like... Students don't care. Nonchalant about just being shirtless yeah. at a game. Yeah, well, you see that at most games. Shirtless people. Yeah, sure. I would Especially never... they paint their chest. Yeah, well, that I understand. You're yeah. painting your chest. You're doing something. But there's just to take your shirt off at a basketball game with no painted chest. Would you, for odd. charity, go to a Rutgers game, sit front row student section with no shirt on with red the red R painted on your chest Well, for I'm, charity? I'm working on my belly right now. When If that gets uh, well, no, you got, you have lessened. To that this will be this will be great motivation for you. Uh, I'm talking next November. I'm gonna say no to that because uh, right now it feels like something I could agree to, but I know next November I'm gonna be furious. All right, fair enough. I'd be furious that I agreed to it, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like anything you agree to months in advance, right? Then you're miserable right before it happens, right? I agree to something in advance and then miserable after that. You're the only person I know that agrees to go to Hawaii six months in advance, and then the day before the flight you're miserable like, at the oh, flight. Gotta go to Hawaii. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> This sucks. Uh-huh. By the way, another reason why we could cancel the Craig softball game, Jerry, even if baseball doesn't come back. First why? of all, if baseball comes back, it's canceled. Yeah, for sure. But MLB has matched the union's $1 million They were fund. always doing that. Well, this they was... They were, though. Yeah, but this was official now yesterday. Yeah, but when they decided to want to help out and also contribute, that yeah. was still there. Craig and Evan knew it was yes. already $2 million? Correct. Because we were doing the math on $1 million. Right, right, right. So everyone was getting $7. Now everyone could get $14. Well, 28 Now they're getting $56. Oh, 20, uh, $56. Yes. Again, not paying your mortgage. Right. But $56. bucks. i would take $56. Now, bucks. if they come to an agreement today, are they still donating the money or we pull the money back? They're going to pull back. Like, why wouldn't you why, pull yeah, back? Yeah, like, listen, we're back. We got a deal. You got your job. We're good. We're good. We got our extra mill back. I'm with you. I agree. So it just, it just seems like this uh, event's not happening, unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, so I, was, I was ready to go. You're walking around like an excited guy in a strip club right now. <laughs> Are you crazy? You're right. He'll still find a reason. Of course to do he it. will. Although I will tell you, if it's if the season starts on time, mm-hmm. I don't know that it can't. Well, it can't really. Today's March. I thought they already canceled the opening day. They you did. Can't so come back on that. All right, here's the problem with your guys' theory: is that there's not going to be games on March 31st. There's not because today's March 9th. There's no way they're starting the season. And even if they struck a deal today. You're not having a season starting on March 31st. What they said was that if they get the deal done today, that they'll figure out a way to play 162 games. They didn't say they were start the season on time. My guess is that softball game will move forward (laughs) because the stadium is booked. All right. So now whether or not you go, quite frankly, I think there's an easy out. Well, I'm not you gonna said be we were it. doing this because there was no baseball and we were trying to help people. Now, I'm out. Well, yeah, we, we just pitched that to Boomer and Geo, and then away we go. I can't make it because it starts too late and it's too far from where I live. So, unfortunately, I will not be able to I hear it. you. I got you. I don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, I'd love – you know how I love to do things. Unless my baseball team has a game, yeah. I'll, I don't mind being there. Because that, be that's not that far from my house. It's 6 right. o'clock. It's over by 7.15. It's not – for all the games we do, this one's not a big deal for me. 
I also set a bad precedent. If I go to Craig's game, then I have to go to anything Boomer does. Absolutely. Of course you do. And but in fairness, this isn't Craig's game as much as Craig said. Now we this were... is Craig's game. No, no. It is. But it wasn't like, hey, do you mind? Well, of course I'll be there. This was Craig, as you heard him on the air yesterday. I wasn't asking you guys. You guys are coming. Right. So it's not the same. Okay. Like if Craig said, hey, Al, Jerry, Eddie, Boomer, G, any of you guys can make it? And four of us said no, and you're like, yeah, I'll go. Now you dug yourself a hole. I see. This to me is different. Okay. I think you'd be all right. If they make it for the children, Jerry, it'd be hard to pass up. No, for you it wouldn't be. No. Not at all. You hate children. I don't even have any. Exactly. I have no children. Because you're worried that they're going to turn out to be serial killers. Right. That one-tenth of one million percent. I've been watching that thing about the Long Island serial killer. Don't you ever watch a thing about kids that grow up to be incredibly successful? No, not interested. Right, you're not interested in positivity. No. I need to go to bed with some negativity in my brain. You're the only person I know that watches misery and then sleeps better. Yeah. <laughs> Most people would be up all night. I'm like, you're uh, like oh, yeah, now I, now I can relax. I just saw that documentary on the guy that was cut into 17 pieces yeah. by his wife. I'm like, oh, they Jeez. found all these bodies on Ocean Parkway in Long Island. Time, time for bed. <laughs> You almost slipped there, by the way. Not what I say. No, you didn't say anything, but you almost misspoke. Oh. You didn't. Ocean Parkway. But you were, mm, that's not what you almost slipped with. You I almost, say? you almost well, slipped with, you weren't trying to say it. You got tongue twisted. And with you which almost word? said the F word. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just saying. Jerry, we have very big football news on the other side. We have side. a lot to do. Very big football We got news. bumps and bruises to get to, and one that is really problematic a bumps and bruise that's where we got a bumps and bruises segment coming up oh okay is that fair yeah is that a game show no oh it's not it's just a couple of stories that i have that i saw you didn't put on the show sheet which surprised me bumps and bruises so we'll put that as well as all the football stuff because yes. that's next football's oh, next yes, we're gonna do cool trades <laughs> time for it works cool trades cool trades we'll do that next and then we got boomer and geo at six on the fan Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, nice Wednesday morning to you. It's 5.23, the warm-up show until 6 o'clock when Boomer and Geo join the program. This program we would call Cool Trades, but we're not going to sing because that's that's left for cool games. But you got a couple of big moves yesterday out of the quarterback position. One we knew it was coming. I told you yesterday morning it was going to be happening around McAfee, which we knew. And then the other one that some people were surprised, I was not. Uh, Russell Wilson going to Denver and Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. How about that? Which was the bigger story, Jerry? Uh, I guess Russell Wilson getting traded because I really believe I've always said I thought Aaron Rodgers was staying in Green Bay, and I think a lot of people thought he was staying. So it's got to be Russell Wilson going to Denver, no? Yeah, I was surprised by that. I mean, I was a little bit. Because it was weird to me. Like I saw what we had heard about the Washington Commanders and that they had put up this boatload of yeah. first round picks and all this stuff and they were like no and then for then the Broncos 
get them for two firsts, two seconds, a fifth, and three players. Drew Locke and then a couple of other guys. What's the point in taking Drew Locke? Well, you need a quarterback. Yeah, what are they doing? I don't know. Like, what are they doing this year? Um, well, my guess is I believe the first first-round pick they get is number nine overall, I think. So maybe they're drafting a quarterback. I don't know. They got Geno Smith out there still? As far as I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine Geno Smith starts could and be. kicks ass this season. Didn't he get hurt? Not didn't he sure. get hurt last? I know, I know Russell Wilson was there, but didn't Geno Smith get hurt? I don't remember. Mm, maybe not. I don't know. I could be making that up. All I know is they are now in quarterback hell. Yeah. They now have to figure it out. But again, they might draft one with one of those first-round picks, and maybe that's what trade for Jordan Love. Right, because now what happens to Jordan Love, Jerry? Nothing. He sits. He's got Aaron Rodgers in front of him. Still. Tough. No, oh, but well. do you think uh, someone will want wants him? Yeah, and plus you're going to have to make a decision on him too. Yeah. So he won't be in Green Bay. Maybe he goes to maybe he goes to Seattle. Who knows? We shall see. How about that, Jerry? Then I also saw the Giants and Mitchell Trubisky again. I saw another article about that. Oh, what what a disaster! I know there are people that think that's a great move, and it is for a backup. Right. I, if you're telling me he's the you know future quarterback, good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, it sucks when you get in quarterback hell. Like, if you're a Seahawks fan this morning and you wake up. You just went sucks. from not having a question mark at the quarterback position to, uh-oh. Sports talk in Seattle has got to be all, this has got to be wall-to-wall. This has to be. What are we doing? Pe- you don't think they're pe- talking Mariners in the lockout? Get them out of here. Think about this. So the Broncos, who have been in quarterback hell, now aren't. <laughs> And that's Seahawks are. <laughs> like, the Broncos had that hall of picks to fix the position. Right. But you can't trust the draft, Jerry. No, you can't. I guess, you know what, and I, we don't know this, we're not there, but certainly Boomer's speculated, Greg has speculated, and others have too. Perhaps Russell Wilson's just become a pain in the ass with one in that new contract. I don't know. I don't know a single quarterback in the draft, buzz-wise. There's no buzz. Um, is there a buzz for one particular the local quarterback? Kid. What's his name, Eddie? The kid that's uh, from around here? Jack Cohn? No, not him. The, the Pittsburgh quarterback? Yeah. Isn't he from around here? The Pitt quarterback? Pickett? Yeah. Pickett. Is I don't he not know from where around he's here? I thought he was from I around here. I think he is here. from around here. That's, I thought he was from Jersey. Pickett. But anyway. So let's say you're going to take but Pickett. Is, but is there buzz like there's been with that number no. one overall pick? No buzz. You know, the Justin Herberts of not really. No. But maybe that's who they want. Who knows? I don't know. I'm going to have to get a whole bunch of merchandise for the AFC West now, Jerry, because I've got so many teams to pick from. I've got a lot the, of good quarterbacks. I've got the Broncos with uh, Russell Wilson. I've got the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. I've got the Chargers with Justin Herbert. And I've got the, uh, the Raiders with the Derek Raiders. Carr. He's the worst out of them. And he's good. <laughs> he's good. He's very good. And you're right. Like out him. of the four, he probably comes in fourth. And yet he's really good. I'm, I've never been super excited about Russell Wilson. I don't know Me why. Me neither. I don't either. I, maybe because we don't watch him every week. Right. But I'm with you. I'm like, he's 30. He's going to be 34 this season. He's 33 right now. He'll be 34. I know what Tom Brady did. Not many guys do that. And Aaron Rodgers is now going to play into his early 40s. Perhaps Russell Wilson will too. I think maybe because he's too mushy with his wife. Well, what does that have to do with the way know. he plays it football? I don't know. It bugs me. Okay. It makes him seem softer. He's not, but he's not. he's mushy with his wife. He oh, saved mushy, himself mushy. for his marriage. Yeah, I don't believe that. You don't believe that? Nope. I do. You do? I do, because he was very proud telling people that. You think Russell Wilson did not have any l- relations? Liaisons? Yeah. I do. He's probably one of the guys that doesn't count the other thing. Oh, yeah, no. And I, he's like, oh, no. I, oh, I, I don't either. I save myself for marriage. 
but 30 women did what al (laughs) please these dopes i know yes i agree with you with that part but the heading home part yeah that that, he saved himself no he didn't save nothing (laughs) it doesn't work for you no (laughs) you said 30 women it might be 130 he's russell wilson yes that could impress you much yeah Please. Yeah, he's too mushy with the wife, you know. Like I feel like Patrick Mahomes keeps his distance from that fiance of his. Like, oh, she's annoying. Keep her distance. Well, she's me. had her issues. Derek Carr, I have no idea what his who his wife is. He's got a family. Which is exactly the way that makes it easy. They don't get all mushed up. And yeah. Justin Herbert, who knows what's going on over there either. Well, Justin Herbert's a kid still. Is he yeah, even he's married? A child, Jerry. I don't know. Is he married? I don't know. I don't know if he's married. Remember, and Russell Wilson's married to Ciara. Yeah. So she's a star in her own right. I don't know one Ciara song. Neither do I, but that's not our genre either. Right. She's probably not trying to get a 52-year-old guy to like her music. <laughs> and single. Because <laughs> she could have mushy music. Right. That's left for, you know, the saps like Romantic. me Romantic. But I'm not, with you, I don't know if I know a song of hers either. Like I know t- Shakira songs. I don't know Ciara songs. It's like Tim Tebow. I, before I knew who Tim Tebow was. He was here yesterday. Yes. Why? He was on the Maggie and Perlman show. I thought he was on with Craig and Evan. Oh, I don't know if he did. That they stole him. He was on with Carton and Roberts. I saw pictures in the studio. Oh, okay. Then they, they, uh, yeah, I was told he was here for Maggie and Perloff. You just called him Perlman. Is it Perlman or Perloff? Perloff. Okay. And then uh, the Carton and Roberts stole him. How do you know he wasn't on with Carton and Roberts first? Because I had inside information here in the building. Oh, we got it. Okay. I had someone call me and said, Tim Tebow's in the building. I go, for what? (laughs) They go, Maggie and Perlman. Perloff. Perloff. And then I said, oh, I bet you Craig tries to steal him. Yeah, no, he was on. Really? Yeah. I didn't get a... I saw photos, unless... Do you know I didn't get a single tweet that that Tim Tebow was on this radio station? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he wasn't. What's going on with Twitter? Um, I don't don't know. Any feedback about what's going on Maybe you've muted everybody. It's impossible. (laughs) That is very possible, Jerry. It is possible. Let's see here. Check the... um, I'm checking the Carton and Roberts page. Yeah, web... uh, Twitter page. I'm working on it, yes. So, Carton and Roberts yesterday. He did look very muscular. I saw a picture. Oh, yeah, no, that, he, I know. I knew I saw this. Yeah, absolutely. He was in there with them? Sure, 100%. I saw a picture of him with uh, Gelb. What's Gelb's first name? Bob? No, the kid. The host. Oh, Zach Gelb. Zach Gelb. Sorry, I think about his father. My bad. And uh, Tim Tebow was in like a button-down shirt, but short sleeve, and he is muscular. He's jacked. Yeah. Man, that guy can curl, Jerry. Kenny Pickett went to the same high school as Keith McPherson, I'm being told. On Is that Twitter. right? Yeah. How about that? Small world. And Keith McPherson, I went, I think, went to high school down by where I Jersey. live now. Yeah, yeah. I never heard of this guy. No one's touting uh, Kenny Pickett down there. What are we doing? I got to get behind the hometown hero. No offense. Yeah? You don't look. You don't know that, Jerry? I do know that. Have, when was the last time that you opened up the Asbury Park Press and looked at the scholastic pages of the football. <laughs> the high school football. The high school football. Never. Right. I've never so scholastic. And plus, even and again, I'm not I'm not making fun. Even if you do look at the New York Post mm-hmm. looking for stories, you're not looking at college football stories. Nope. Skip there's right not a over chance. It. Unless there's uh, something bad happened. Right. Exactly. I'm only or looking. if there's some cool story with Rutgers, I feel like you might look. Yeah. Other no, I keep that, my eyes open for Rutgers, Jerry. You're not looking. I support the team. When was the last time you read an article on the NFL draft? Right. The next time will be the first time. It's been a while. That's why I feel no buzz. A long while. About the NFL draft. Yeah, well, I mean, it was. I think it was different when it was here in New York for us. Also, when a quarterback is a top choice, 
and yes. it's uh, like a Joe Burrow. As opposed to a lineman. Yeah. Who it could be. Where we need linemen, Jerry, but they're not sexy picks. No, they're good picks, we not need sexy them. picks. Because when you don't have them, what happens? Your offensive line stinks. And then you get calls about the offensive line. Yeah. Stop it with the offensive line. I want that defensive guy who runs faster than Patrick Mahomes. That's who the Broncos. For which of your favorite teams? Broncos. <laughs> oh, the- <laughs> Broncos got to go get him. They just got now Russell you're a Wilson. Bronco fan. Now they go get. I can't take you. Now they go get this uh, fast defensive guy to chase down Patrick Mahomes. They win the West. Broncos have no draft picks left. They gave him all the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. I don't know what they have, to be honest. But they're not going to get a guy, a defensive guy faster than Patrick Mahomes. I that's for think sure. So. I would not think so. But you're right. That's, someone in the AFC West has to grab that has guy. Has to grab that guy. Isn't that how they used to do Isn't that what Bill Parcells used to do with his draft? He would pick who he needed to stop in his division. Perhaps. And find know. a guy. Maybe. There's always different schools of thought. Pick well, for need, pick for best player available, and maybe Bill Parcells figured pick to beat the... Cowboys. I don't know. Or like if you were going up against the Giants during the LT years, you had to be looking at a guy that could stop LT. For sure. Because he was so dominant. Absolutely. Right. That's very That's what possible. I'm talking about, Jerry. You got to draft for the teams in your division I against. Hear you. That would be your game plan. Yeah. I would do anything if I'm AFC West to get that fast dude. Understood. 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 I'd be like, listen, I'd go right into the war room, draft, war draft room, whatever they call it, and I'd go like this. I don't know his name. But just Google the fast guy who is faster than Patrick Mahomes. We need to get him. And take him. And then I'd walk out of the room. And they'd be like, who are they talking about? You want to do the bumps and bruises now, or you want to take a break and tease it? Let's do bumps and bruises now, Jerry. Now? Yeah. Well, what do you have that's so special coming up after the break? Nothing. You want to do it after? (laughs) You want me to give you another story then, Jerry? Oh, I do like this because this is related to Russell Wilson. Okay. Uh, Jerry Judy. Yes, I saw this. A wide receiver on the Broncos. He he had quite a, as they say, a roller coaster ride on social media yesterday, because when he found out Aaron Rodgers, who was rumored to go to the Broncos, when they found out he was signed with the resigned with the Packers, he did like a sad emoji face, like oh, yes, and he, then he, he wanted him. He wanted him. By the way, you must make you feel good if you were a current Bronco quarterback. You got to be like, who's this Jerry Judy? <laughs> You're right about that. By the way, every time I hear Jerry Judy, I go, Judy, Judy, Judy. I don't know what that's from. I mean, either. But I, that's what I do. Okay. Uh, and then he saw Russell Wilson was coming to the Broncos and he tweeted, Oh, we lit. That's nice. That is great. How could you not be excited? You're You've lit. now got a star quarterback. At the position where clearly he thought they had no one. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Oh, we lit now tweet. If you're my current quarterback, what do you, I wonder if he uh, tweeted out a goodbye to Drew Locke. Hey, Drew. Sorry Locke. to see you go, <laughs> Drew Locke. Sue. <laughs> that that would be funny. Yeah, if he did that, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Judy Judy Judy. Judy. Um, I like him. I like what maybe I like that was says, someone that your mom didn't like back in the day. That sounds like a very seventies, eighties no, no. name. It was some sort of. I think TV it's Cary Grant. Yes, yes, it was Cary like Cary. A... <laughs> well, you really yeah. hit the demographic this morning. <laughs> I hit the baseball fans, Cary Jerry Grant. Cary Grant references. Oh my gosh, and I don't knew. know. I don't know what it's from. Maybe it's a Judy Garland reference. I don't know, but legitimately, every time Red Zone, they go Jerry Judy caught this. I go Judy, Judy, Judy. Any Judy. Sinatra references? Judy, 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 Jerry. Dean no. Martin? Where do you want to go next? <laughs> Earlier. All right. Lauren Bacall? Lauren. Oh, she's terrific, Jerry. 
Uh, quick break, 25 in front of six. Bumps and bruises next. And then other stories that Al has. He's got a lot of them. Is, is, we, that, is that a game show, Bumps no. and Bruises? Oh, okay. No. Just a group of stories. Two stories. With a, th- with a theme. Pretty much. All right. I do. Uh, you know what? Hmm, should I save this for the big show or should I save it for our Do it show? now, Jerry, and do it for the no, big show. No, I have show something for Eddie. Different I have something for Eddie. Okay. We'll do that next as well on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you used to play this when you were at all? Social Distortion? Yes. Yes. I did. Ball and change. Yeah. Yeah, we used to play this. FM 106.3, Modern Rock at the Jersey Shore. Now it's country music. 106.3, down there. It is. You listen to that? Is that on your, or not really? You're more of your Spotify and Sirius XM. Yeah, I can't, you know. Commercials. Right. I understand. I got you. Uh, Alan Jerry with you until 6 o'clock. Just a couple of quickies here. Uh, Baseball, if you're just waking up, baseball owners and players met until almost 3 a.m., Things look good, but nothing's done as the uh, players basically asked the owners to break until later in the morning so they could talk to their board before responding and replying with a new proposal. Hopefully something gets done. Two sides seem to be close on a lot, so who knows, and they have agreed on some things as well. A um, couple of things here. Number one, have you at all followed this Deion Sanders story? Yes. Not followed fully, read the headline that, yes. So six months ago, if you go back, when he was coaching, where's he at? I forgot. Where's he Jackson at? Jackson State. Is that okay? And he's done great. I think he'll be the next, quite frankly, I think he'll be the next coach of the Cowboys. Just my personal opinion. Deion Sanders. I think after Mike McCarthy's done, I think Deion Sanders will be the next coach of the Cowboys. But we'll see. Um, so he had surgery back in the fall to repair an old injury where his foot's been killing him, essentially. And they found out he had a dislocated toe, and then there was something else with a toe, and it was a complete mess. So for the last handful of months, he's been struggling and struggling. Well, apparently uh, this past week, they amputated two toes from a complication from the surgery. What's crazy about it is I didn't realize he's doing this reality show with Barstool. He posted the Instagram videos of the surgery as he's knocked out, which is just gruesome. And also, if you scroll down, he posts a video before the surgery with the doctor. Oh, and now knowing what happened, the doctor's like, we're going to fix you up. Be no problem. We'll take care of this. She'll be faster than ever. Blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, Dion's like, hey, doc, give him your name so everyone knows. Like, almost like, and he wasn't doing it for other than recognition. And now it's like, oh, my God, if I'm the doctor, pull that down. <laughs> so he had the surgery and complications from the surgery yeah. made him have two toes amputated? Yes, yeah. What was the doctor doing to his foot? Uh, well, they were going, they had to reconnect. So they were going to cut through the bone for one thing to then, stri- I, don't, dude, I don't know. I did hear them say at one point they were going to cut through the bone to reconnect and then tendons and all that stuff. And then uh, the other one was it was a bad dislocation, I guess, as well. So they were going to put everything back together. Was this all on one foot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One foot ball. One foot? Yes. 
uh, and he lost his two toes. Which two toes do we know? I believe the small one and the one right next to that, but I'm not 100% really? sure. I think it was the pinky toe and the one next to that. I'm not 100% on that because I couldn't look at them cutting. I was like, I can't watch this. I heard Sal this morning wondering if we even need toes. You do need toes. It helps you for sure. walk, balance. Everything gets thrown off when you when you lose a toe. Well, how about when you lose two? Right. Well, let's hope Dion's not falling over on the sidelines. He'll be right. okay, but... Yeah, really scary stuff. They always say no surgery is a minor surgery. Correct. Like, would you ever in a million years think you're going to go in for, you know, toe surgery and think, or whatever it was, foot surgery, and think you're going to lose your toes six months from now? Maybe. I might think that. You would? If I'm going in and my feet are all mangled like that? See, I wouldn't. Here's what I see. They take organs out of people and put new ones in. You can tell me. But I also know even hand surgery is very complicated from what I've been told. So, very Sad stuff. So, sad uh, to Dion lost yeah. two toes. Hopefully, uh, prime time is back and better than ever. But, yes, I thought sad. I bet she's going to have to wear special shoes from now on. I would think for so. For balancing purposes and walking purposes. That could be the case. He said he was coaching barefoot. He was in so much pain this year. I didn't see that. I don't know. But that's what he claimed in the video. I can't believe you think he's going to be coach of the Cowboys. I do. Really? Yeah. I think there's a good chance that Dion Sanders will be, if not next, he's going to be. The more success he has... And when you look at the star power of what the Cowboys are trying to be, I absolutely could. And if Jerry Jones is still with us, he loves Deion Sanders. Good morning. Like, their relationship supposedly is off the charts. It's the best. By the way, real quick, because you mentioned the Cowboys, how about the fact that Fox didn't had no interest in re-signing Aikman after ESPN made that offer? Yes, very odd. He was a guest on uh, the ticket. On the I ticket have the audio coming up at 6.30. Yeah, he said that he thought he was going back to Fox. Yes. But they never... He said never jump back in. Never called him. and They did call him to congratulate yeah. him. Hey, well done with your new job. See Good ya. Good job. It's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, 21 strange. years. So he says like he, the perception is that he left for the money at ESPN, but he wanted to go back to Fox, presented them with the this offer. This is what I was offered. Let's go. And no response. No. And he's making it sound like Joe Buck's going with him. Uh, he said he hopes. It, yeah. I mean, if you want, I can play it for you. It's certainly, I mean, it, I would say this. There's definitely a chance. How about that? Uh, here, is this it here? One, two, let me see. If I, let's see. Here we go. This is it. Is there any chance your new play-by-play guy is your old play-by-play guy? Uh, I wouldn't rule that out. I wouldn't rule that out, um, which I would which I would love. So, it means there's a possibility what a clear... If you're Fox, though, well, he was in studio. Oh, okay. That wasn't Zoom. So clear. He was in studio cutting commercials for his new beer called Eight. Eight? It's beer for, like, fitness guys like you and me. We've got enough beers. Seriously. No, you, but it's only sold in Texas, number one. Oh, okay. Number two, that's going to fly off the shelves. Not as popular as Al's Boring Beer, but okay. That is going to fly off the shelves in Texas. Eight, well, what do you mean it's for a fitness guy? Like it's supposed to be like um, zero very carbs. low carb, yeah, low calorie, and great taste Beers. at the same time. Yeah, he was going to go with less filling, great taste. That's taken. <laughs> but that was taken. You yes. cannot do that one. <laughs> and then the other bumps and bruises. How about this one? And I only bring it up because of how gross the x-ray was. You've heard of Tony Hawk? Oh, yeah, the skateboarder. You saw this story. Uh, I did. I didn't uh, read the headline. Jerry. He broke his leg so severely that he may never get back to 100% again. So they had the x-ray on the online. Like, the leg is, like, completely broken and detached from one another. 
I've never seen anything like it. Maybe you don't skateboard when you're 50. He is the greatest of all time. I see. Well, I guess not. He snapped his, broke his leg skateboard. Well, he said his last injury was 20 years ago. He broke his elbow on a fall trying to do a trick. 20 years later, at the age of 50-something, he broke his... Is that the femur? That femur is the big... Uh, I think that's what he broke. In your thigh is I'm the femur. I'm pretty sure that's what he broke. Maybe I could be wrong. I think that's what he broke, though. I, I, I was looking at an x-ray, so I'm not sure. I see a lot of older dudes on skateboards down older the Older dudes, Shore. no chicks? Yeah, it's weird. There was a guy, no joke, I'm on 7th Avenue heading down to work this morning. There was a guy skateboarding in the middle lane. Oh, yeah. And I had to drive around him. Like, Right, you hit him. You're the bad guy. Lawlessness. Like, what are we doing? I do see these uh, kids on skateboards that are remote controlled. Yeah. And they're controlling it with an app on their phone. That looks cool. Until the app goes kapooey and it takes a left turn into a truck. Yeah, the, that, that seems like that would suck. That was cool though, like when you were skateboarding as a kid and they paved your street or oh, a street nearby. Oh my god, I love the paved street. They did that a few a few streets by my house. So now when my son wants to go skateboarding, we have yeah. to go or we let him go around the corner because our street stinks. I never did any jumps. I just skateboarded. Uh, me neither. I just used I used it as transportation, Jerry. So do we. Absolutely. We used to go to the hobby shop in Matawan and look at baseball cards. And that's how we used to get there all the time. Skateboard. skateboard. And then scooters at, at some point. We had the scooters as well. But it was always skateboard. Everyone had a skateboard. Not everyone had a scooter. I liked the scooter better. It was easier. The, the scooters weren't around when I was a kid. Sure they were. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. No chance. They were around Eddie, when I was have a scooters, Time right? out a second. The scooters were around when I was nine. Why did my parents get me a scooter? You're four years older than me. So yeah. you were 13. They yeah. were around. I had the Zoot Scoot, I believe it was. I had nothing. Yeah. My parents didn't get me squat. <laughs> Come on, Mrs. Dukes. Actually, you know what, Mrs. Dukes? You, you, you're good. You know, I had a bike. I had like a BMX bike and the skateboard. Mongoose. That was the other big one. That was the cool one. Now, you know, I had Team Murray. Boy, you really, you're just taking your, ripping your parents to shreds here. Team Murray. Think about how spoiled you sound right now. <laughs> you have any children are out there that don't have a bike? Right. And I'm complaining about my Team Murray bike. You really, you're the pits. You're All right, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, Al's big story, the finale, if you will, before Boomer and Geo join us. Right now, an Odyssey Sports Minute. It's Amy Lawrence about Alex Ovechkin. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. We've got uh, maybe some news this morning. We'll see. The uh, players' owners met till 3 a.m. It seems like positive energy. Who knows? Uh, Russell Wilson goes to Denver. Aaron Rodgers back with Green Bay. Nets won last night. 50 for Kyrie. They go to Philly tomorrow. Knicks in Dallas tonight. Blah, blah, blah. blah. What else? Good news, Jerry. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are Instagram. Oh, kissed and made up? They're Instagram official again. Good for them. He put his uh, his Arizona Cardinals photos back up. I despise social media. I guess once he saw, like, uh, uh, Packers re-sign Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> There's nowhere else uh, for nowhere me to, to go. go. I love you, Cardinals. Probably, probably found out the, uh, the Giants weren't interested. Right. Damn. Oh, my God. Take me back. Check them off the list. They're off the list. Yeah, uh, like, not mm. going there. Oh, my God. There's nowhere left. Mm. Uh, maybe the USFL. Let me put the Cardinals back up on my Instagram yeah. story. Good idea, dummy. Very good idea. And also, Jerry, are you, were, you know this uh, Paige Spiranak? Yes, the golfer. Is I she am. an actual golfer? Yeah. Is it she plays on the women's tour? She this played sort of on thing? the LPGA. What does she do? Is she just an Instagram model now? I don't know. I don't follow. I'm not creepy on Instagram. I don't follow her like you do. I don't know, (laughs) to be quite honest. I just know that she is a very attractive female. Yeah. 
professional golfer who enjoys putting herself out there. Is that fair? That's very fair. Okay. She did a Q&A on Instagram. and nice. some, Somebody asked her if she was still married. I didn't even know she I was didn't married. I she was married. She responded she is no longer married. She would marry some golf dude. By the way. Like a golf trainer. Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. Hmm. Back together. Ah, well, they were seen on the private jet yesterday. Yeah. They were photos. <laughs> it looked great because the wind got... Remember when they had the cover with Derek Jeter? It looked like a fatso? Yes. <laughs> you could make that case that Aaron Rodgers looked like he's been eating pizza and cheese for the last three months since the season ended or month, whatever, uh, because the wind blew his sweatshirt and he looks like a lard. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And every time I see the Sheen... Uh, what's her name? Sheen? Shailene Woodley, I believe. She always looks like she has a sour puss on her face. Maybe she does. Yeah, Maybe like she's she, not happy. Like he must be... What? He must be what? Terrible to be around. He might be... I mean, he looks like he's, he's fun with McAfee. He's too spiritual now. So you bought well, beads. Hare Krishna beads? No, anal beads, Al. I did not buy those <laughs> beads, Jerry. Those are Hare Krishna beads. They're meditative. You were trying to meditate, so why would you get on him? Yeah, it didn't go well. At least he stuck with it. I didn't stick with my meditation. Or your beads. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.